0: you. Mm-hmm. all day, and every time you blink you miss another piece of this wondrous world all I'd ask is why do you leave so soon everybody seems to Everybody Raise a glass, oh, here's to a good goodbye Everybody raise a glass, oh,
1: here's to a good goodbye You're listening to Left of the Dial, I'm your host Kitsy, And with me once again is the unstoppable Caleb Coy Caleb, how are you?
2: I have not been stopped
1: that's good to hear. I I may have used that one before before you before, but uh, yeah. Given, but it it's okay. It ties in with the record, so it's fine.
2: Yes, actually, I didn't I didn't catch that, and I'm really glad that you did. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually I'm doing really well today. Uh, we were supposed to record yesterday, and I was not doing well, and we did not record, uh, which I'm glad because this would have been a completely different episode had we gone ahead with that plan.
1: Yes, I'm also glad. I'm glad to hear you're feeling better.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was rocking a headache all day long, and just, I couldn't shake it, and just, I wasn't in the mood that I needed to be in to talk about this amazing record. Well,
1: it gave me another day to listen to it, so uh, I think it all worked out.
2: Same. I've been listening to this quite a bit, uh, just on repeat for the last several days, uh, just really kind of getting lost in it, and really getting a feel for it. Um, so uh, what you just heard uh, in the uh, the intro to the episode was the last track uh, on the record Blood by Leon Le Havis, uh, called Good Goodbye. We're not really going to get into and talk about that song uh, so much as I just wanted you to hear it because it's so fucking beautiful. It's like, it's the, the last track. So it's like, it's, setting the tone for the the end of the song and like or sorry at the end of the record and it even says you know that the title is good goodbye and like she says that in the lyrics and so it very much is a farewell Uh, but it's so like just gentle and like tender and beautiful that uh, if you didn't make it all the way through to this uh, this track and the end of the record you would be cheating yourself and so I wanted to start there just to kind of set the tone for what this record is. So um, I picked this one this week. and You did.
1: And I think that's interesting because if I was going to make a list of records that Caleb likes to listen to, this would not be on it. Like this is not music I
2: think of when I think of stuff Caleb jams out to on a regular basis. That would be an absolutely fair assumption, uh, because in large part, it's very true. Uh, I actually got really intentional with this. I'd never heard of Leon Lavis, uh, and I uh, I now wish that that hadn't been true, but I'm glad to be uh, to make be making up for it. Um, I actually went intentionally digging through Spotify. Um, starting with one of the recommended playlists and just kind of bouncing around from artist to artist and track to track, just trying to find something that caught my ear, just anything at all. And I landed on, I think it was a newer track uh, by this artist. And I thought, well, this is really interesting. This is re- like this her voice is just like incredible. The song structures are like so like layered and intricate. And, but uh, the single that I found only had, like, two or three songs. So I was like, well, we'd have to kind of, like, combine some stuff to really make an episode out of this. So, like, what else has she done? And it turns out she's got a, uh, a full-length record from 2015, and that's this one. It's called Blood. Um, and I started listening to the first track, which ties into the, uh, the intro that you made, Unstoppable.
0: Stronger I know it's taking the time to heal will be unstoppable. Don't know what I did it for. I needed to know that it was always real. Of space to another galaxy, our polarity shifted around. There's nothing else left holding us down, and it's just gravitational.
2: know that there are better comparisons uh understand that my uh my frame of reference for this style of music is extremely limited so i mean no disrespect when i say uh that her melodies and like like vocal structure in this song remind me so much of jeff buckley in the best fucking way yeah i can totally see that um i just the the song it's it's breathy it's dreamy it has this like really killer bass line that's moving it along through the whole thing. Uh, there's just these layers of strings and synth. There's a fucking Mellotron. And <laughs> it's just like this soaring song. And there's, there's a joy to it. Like, it's, it's very much like a love song, but it's kind of like a, like, together, we can, we can make anything happen. I mean, literally, she says, you know, we're unstoppable. Uh, it's just gravitational. We're unstoppable. I can't escape the pull. And I just I, I fucking love this song from the moment I heard it. I was like, I am gonna be in love with this entire record, and I was right.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a killer record. I uh, I wasn't sure what to think when you sent it to me. You know, saw the cover, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> like, this is, you know, I'm you know me. I'm always open to listen to something. Yeah, but uh, I was just like, oh, this is an odd odd pick for Caleb and for our podcast. And then I listened to it and I was like, no, this actually is uh, pretty
2: rad. Yeah. I, I really opened up a a whole new world for myself with, uh, with this accidental pick. And I'm really stoked about it. I was actually talking with uh, uh, our buddy Marquise about this uh, the other day. turns out he's a huge fan. uh, And he pointed me to some, uh, some other stuff to, to check out. Uh, She actually did an NPR tiny desk concert which oh, is sweet. phenomenal. Uh, and we'll I will link, link that in the show notes, I'm sure. I will absolutely link it in the show notes. Uh, and one of the things that I just, I loved watching, uh, they do Unstoppable in, in that, um, but I loved watching It's just, it's her playing guitar. There's a piano player and there's another person that's singing harmonies with her. So the three of them are all harmonizing together. So you get these lush vocals and... The piano player between every song just stops and turns around in his seats, seat and just beams at Leanne. like he just fucking can't believe he gets to be there. It's <laughs> like, you know what? I feel that. <laughs> so I would be in the same spot, being like sitting there performing in such a, like, a cool uh, venue, but with such an incredible talent.
1: Yeah, we, we can only all
2: hope to be so lucky. Yeah. Someday. So that's, uh, that's absolutely worth checking out. Um, on top of that, though, uh, that was from uh, around the time that this record came out. So I think that was like 2016. Uh, but more recently, in 2020, uh, in the world of not leaving your house, uh, Leanne did a new Tiny Desk concert, but from home. And it's just her on a classical acoustic. And it's just a, a different level of stellar
1: now, how does that work? Do they, does NPR bring the desk to your home for the concert, <laughs> or like, do you have to buy your own desk or use your own desk? How does that work?
2: I feel like responsibly, you wouldn't want to have someone delivering a, a desk to your home if you can help it uh, during the, uh, the the COVID pandemic. But those I, are I don't big know. words from someone
1: who just bought a desk.
2: <laughs> Calling me out. <laughs> You're absolutely right, though. Uh, but i needed for for this podcast i i finally have like an actual like permanent setup that i can just walk up to and like start recording and it just it feels so good i feel like way better the last few episodes that we've recorded of our our various uh, podcasts uh, for night shift radio uh like not having to like set up and tear down each time like this desk has made such a huge difference I actually technically had it when we did last week's episode with Elise but I just got it put together right before we had to sit down and record so I was sitting at Ellen's desk but looking at mine longingly nice (laughs) that was the last time that I had to do a like a a set up and tear down temporary setup.
1: Well, speaking of Elise and Oceanator from last week, uh, did you see that uh, Elise announced a new record today?
2: I saw a mention of something. I didn't really have uh, the mental focus to, to pay attention to anything outside of work today, so I'm going to have to dig back into that. But that's fucking good news, uh, yeah. because that means that she clearly has to come back and talk to, it, to, to uh, talk to us about it she's yes. contractually obligated.
1: She is legally obligated even. Um <laughs> No, as as a side note I did I did message her today and said like hey we'd love to have you back like for the release of your record. She's like absolutely just shoot me an email so I'll, I'll get on that. But yes. uh yeah, the 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 first song from the record is available now on Bandcamp uh at oceanator.bandcamp.com and it's good. It's Can't real good. To check that out. Yeah, if I mean, if you liked the the EP we did last week, you will you will like this.
2: Excellent. I'm actually I'm looking it up right now so that it will be like in my nice in my, uh, search. So that I I may have pre-ordered both it.
1: colors of vinyl already.
2: I believe it. I have uh, zero difficulty uh, <laughs> believing that. Um, now, is that what your shelves that you made are for? Are they for no? One?
1: No, if I put vinyl on those shelves, they would fall down. That's, that's a lot of weight. That's so much weight. Um, although they are big enough. They're they're 12 inches tall by 12 inches deep, so I could, in theory, put records on there, but... I, not, a, it, a, it,
2: not a lot would, of them.
1: Yeah, no, it would not hold if I put it, my whole collection up there. First of all, my whole collection wouldn't fit up there. That's and true. Sec- second of all, it would rip right out of the wall, because, uh,
2: yeah... You could use them to display like whatever you're listening to. Like, people will do that sometimes. Yeah, I could totally do that. Um, that might actually be what I do. So for those of you who are not following at HeyKitsy on Instagram, uh, Kitsy just shared a photo of brand new shelves that they installed in their house uh, and are looking for input on what color to stain them. Uh, I would imagine probably by the time you hear this, uh, a deci- decision will have been made, but I'm recommending a dark color stain, like a mahogany or maybe even like an ebony, something really rich. That's
1: yeah, dark thinking. seems to be the uh, the color du jour for, uh, for recommendations, uh, <laughs> which is good because I, I like a good dark stain, um, but I also uh, I do want to point out that uh, you said I installed the shelves, and this that is true. I did install them, but not only did I install them, but I also designed and built them. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, th- this All was right. a this was
2: a scratch build. I mean, I was already impressed, but now even more so.
1: Yeah, it was it was super easy. I just got some uh some pipe and some pipe fittings and some uh one by twelve boards from the uh local board store and uh what cut the them to length. Store? Put the put the pipe fittings together, and you know, bada bing, bada boom. You got shelves.
2: <laughs> I actually, uh, I don't know if you recall, in my old condo, I had a bookshelf that was also the like the wood planks with the metal piping. Uh, but I bought that, and it was not at all easy to put together. In fact, it was a tremendous pain, uh, and caused uh, some temporary strain on my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> We don't talk about those shelves anymore.
1: (laughs) See, this is why I'm not married.
2: (laughs) I'm not saying I don't recommend it. Just, you know, tread carefully. (laughs) Wait. Be very aware when you put together
1: shelves of what it can do. Wait, you're not saying you don't recommend getting married or you don't recommend those shelves?
2: Yes. (laughs) Understood. (laughs) Now... Uh, I mentioned that Unstoppable really made me think of Jeff Buckley, and again, I mean that in the best way because I fucking love Jeff Buckley, uh, and you know this record as a whole. Like uh, Leon is a like folk and soul uh, artist. That's like, kind of the the genres that are most often used to describe her work, um, and the. The melodies, I think, like, soulful is a, a word that I would use to describe them. Oh, yeah. Another track on this record that also makes me think of Jeff Buckley, and that's Ghost.
0: Whenever I called you, I couldn't say Was only yesterday, but yesterday so far away What? And I'm overaged. the trouble it may be There's still a part of me that has to know what you have to say On and on we go Always with the ghosts of us in tow Stuck somewhere between a friend and foe Round and round we go Somewhere between a foe and friend, round and round again, on and on we go. Always with the ghosts of us in tow, stuck somewhere
2: between a friend, which is uh, much more towards the end. Let me uh, let me just double check myself and make sure that I'm I'm correct in making this statement. Now I like I second guess every time I try to say where <laughs> on a record a track might be. It's third from the end, so on a on a ten ton song record, it's number eight. Uh, <laughs> so if we're jumping past the middle towards the end. Um, this is it's really just a like a very simple guitar and vocal uh, track. Uh, I saw in uh, Genius Lyrics, somebody's commentary, they described it as delicate. And I think okay. that that's really apt. Uh, it's this really simple picking riff. On uh, the chorus, it has this build from a, a second guitar that's playing just like a quick, steady rhythm. And then floating over that, it's this really haunting sound that I think is another vocal. Do you know? Did you catch what that was?
1: To me, it sounds like it's it's a a vocal that's like drenched in reverb to kind of sit it way back in the mix. Yeah, and it might even be um, this is one of my favorite tricks is to cut the the dry signal from the reverb, so you're just getting the reverberation, Ooh. which makes it sit like even further. Like it's it's kind of like a haunting thing because you never actually get the initial sound; you just get the reverberant um, like echo of it, which I is like, like that like, idea. Yeah, I do that all the time. Um and uh that's what that sounds like to me. It's, and I think that's a super cool trick.
2: I love how that second guitar comes in with that steady rhythm that like almost feels like it's picking up the tempo of the song when it really mm-hmm. isn't. Yeah. Like how just that little bit of a strumming change uh changes the like the feel and the vibe of the track.
1: I I also love the the like finger style guitar work on this as well. It's, Mm -hmm. it's very, very well done.
2: And like this chorus is like, it's perfect for the, the sound of the song. The words match that, that haunting sound where she says, on and on we go, always stuck with the ghost of us in tow, stuck somewhere between a friend and foe round and round we go. Yep. (laughs) Ah, I love it. I love it.
1: It's extremely good.
2: I have fallen so in love with this record.
1: Me too. It is am glad you picked this one.
2: Me too. I think this is a good spot for a break.
1: Yeah, why don't we take a break, and we'll hear from whoever uh, is sponsoring us this week. It, it, it's us. It's always us. <laughs> it's, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert. It's us.
2: But... If you're listening to this and you want to sponsor us, you can.
1: Yes. Yes, we will take your money and talk about your product or service on
2: our podcast. So reach out to us at nightshiftradio.com.
1: Yes. And on that note, let's go hear from one of our other Nightshift Radio shows. And when we come back, we'll be talking about uh, some more songs off of Blood.
2: Stay tuned. Action stations, action stations, set condition one throughout the podcast. I'm your host, an SC1 actual, Caleb. I'm
1: your host, and XO Kitsy. I'm your host, Andrea, and I don't know what any of that means.
2: Welcome to set condition one. A Battlestar Galactica fan cast. Each week, we revisit.
1: And I watch for the first time. The 2004 sci fi series, Battlestar Galactica.
2: Whether you're the commander of a soon to be decommissioned battleship. Or unexpectedly promoted to president of the Twelve Colonies.
1: Join us as we make our way through the Battlestar Galactica universe, one episode at a time.
2: I still don't know what you're talking about. Set Condition One, a night shift radio production.
1: New episodes every week at Set Condition One throughout the podcast.com.
2: Now that I understand.
0: But the
1: Still listening to Left of the Dial. I'm still kitsy. Caleb is still unstoppable, and we're still talking about.
2: We're still talking about Blood by Leon LaHavas. Le Coming back in from the break, what you heard was What You Don't Do, uh, which is. Let's uh, uh, we're going with this track three. So, are you sure? Skip. Yes, I I looked because I wanted to be sure. Uh, and Caleb, I, remind skipping- me.
1: Remind me where on a record track three can be found. We're skipping uh,
2: back past the middle towards the beginning again. Oh, look at that. <laughs> uh, but this song, the, the moment I heard it, um, my, my immediate reaction was, this is 80s piano pop at its finest. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, a quote that I found about this, uh, the song is elemented within the R&B world with signs of jazz and do up, which builds gradually upbeat and focuses more morally on Leon's voice. Morally? Come on, people. That's not like, a word. Uh, I'm not sure elemented is either, but <laughs> uh, so uh, bad grammar and spelling aside, uh, that's a very, <laughs> a very wordy way to say this is 80s piano pop, and it's got all of the the, the bop feel that you would expect from that. Um, and again, everything is a cycle. This is like, you know, uh, soul and R&B and doo-wop and whatnot in this, which, of course, influenced the 80s piano pop stars that immediately popped into my head as soon as I thought of this. Uh, who were, you know, in turn, back and back and back we go. Uh Basically, most modern music draws some form of influence from the same type of music that she writes on this record.
1: <laughs> I love the message of this song.
2: It's another so, like, like kind of joyful, positive song. It's and, so wholesome. Uh, yes! A relationship so strong that, like, doesn't matter, like, what you say or what you do, like... Everything's just kind of there, in the you know between the lines, like everyday actions and, um, like in her own words, because I feel like I'm not doing it just uh, justice enough. Uh, heavy words, little lies, telling everything but the truth. Three little words over time, overheard and overused. No sweet nothing could ever be turned into something new. No grand gesture could ever be made to measure you. I know what I got and I know where we're going. You don't need to show it. I already know it. It's what you don't do. It's what you don't say. I know you love me. I don't need proof. So, I like I read that as like, you know, there is just this constant um pressure on people to like make grand gestures and to like write flowery songs and poems and like say like grand things uh, or, to, you know, to be pressured to always say, I love you. by like... I love you, too. I love you, too. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when, like, when it's there and when it's real, like, you just, like, you just know it. You don't need to be constantly proving it. And, like you said, that's just a... It's a wholesome message. And there's such a, like, a bop to this song. It just... It get. I was listening to it as I was doing some uh, some work in our office. I was uh, uh, getting ready to ship some stuff out to people, and I was looking through our mailroom for shipping supplies. Uh, and I don't think that there's a security camera in the mailroom, uh, but if there was, they saw me dancing.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, likewise, uh, while well, I was uh, building these shelves earlier today that I that we talked about, I was also listening to this uh, this track and the rest of them as well. I just kind of had the record on repeat. And uh, I was also doing a little dancing while I was uh, putting up the shelves, which uh, thankfully there are no security cameras inside my home. (laughs) So no one gets to see it except for my dog. He saw everything. And I hope he he still loves me.
2: I say, was he confused or was he into it?
1: I'm not sure. It's hard to tell with him. (laughs) I think he was more upset because I was using power tools. I think that was probably his biggest concern. The dancing was probably not even like on his radar.
2: Was there anything else that stood out about uh this record to you?
1: Uh I the the, the last thing that really stood out to me is is the track that I think we're gonna go out on. I'm assuming. Are good enough? Oh yeah.
2: Yes. Oh, I'm so glad that you said that. That was definitely the uh the last track that I for sure wanted to cover. This again starts out with this really like light picking and like very light percussion. Mm-hmm. Actually, makes me think of like a European cafe, or like mid-century America, or what mid-century America would think of as a European cafe. <laughs> uh uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um listen to it. You'll you'll know. I mean, maybe you won't. Maybe I'm just making shit up. Maybe I'm. I, I, don't I mean, listen to it either way, of.
1: and make, make your own. Draw your own conclusions and yes. opinions. Don't listen to us. Uh, um, I mean, do listen to us, though. But
2: and I think the, so. It, it's it. It bears mentioning that the artist is uh, from England. It's British, but from uh, Greek and Jamaican parents, and so has a very um, European background, but also like deep ties to uh, her Jamaican roots as well. And a lot of that really comes out on this record. Uh, We didn't talk about the second track, Green and Gold, but that's very much a a love song to uh, her her heritage. And I think so many like little pieces of that come through on each of these tracks, and this is one of them. But it has an abrupt switch on the chorus. Oh, yeah. Dark, heavy, like... Nasty. <laughs> just like growly tone guitar. Like it's, it's fun. I yeah. like it. It's like, it's the one time on this record that it, it feels like rock.
1: Yeah, it really is. It's, it's a solid rock chorus and, uh, even complete with like having extremely distorted vocals. Yes. Which I believe is also the only time that happens on this record. Yes. And it's, it, it's weird because it, it, it in some ways it sticks out like a sore thumb, but in other ways it fits right in. Yeah. And it, I, it seems I, to do both simultaneously, and I don't know how that works, but I love it.
2: I love that so much. And like it this whole record is just such like a really uh in most cases just like very like quiet, gentle, and like fun, upbeat, uh, very positive. And then like we have this out of nowhere. And it's not an angry song or a dark song in any way. In fact, the chorus very much is in line with some of the other ones that we've talked about. Uh, no, I'll never get enough of you with your love nonstop. It's amazing. Doesn't matter what you've been through because I'll never get enough of you. And uh, like again, like very positive, very wholesome. And uh, like it's just it's cool the way she plays with the sounds on this to make it stand out so much from the rest of the tra- rest of the tracks.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's. You know, like you said it's not an angry song or anything, but it's it's got some attitude, and that's what I like about it it's 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 got some some stank on it, if you will
2: yes, attitude and stank uh, I love this quote the song feels harsher and more erratic compared to the rest of the album clearly this is does not undermine her powerful vocals truth I think that that's an accurate statement her her vocals are incredibly powerful she is just A just insanely talented singer Uh, and you'll see that you know listening to this record start to finish and then like going to the more like stripped down uh, like the Tiny Desk concerts that we mentioned earlier Uh, and I haven't checked it out yet but I'm really really curious to see Uh, there's a version of this record uh, called Blood Solo EP um, that is just seven songs uh, all from this record but uh, it's just her solo. So I'm assuming they're all uh, really stripped down acoustic uh, versions. In fact, uh, the only uh, instrumental credit from that record is her playing guitar. Uh, so now that I'm done like putting all my time and energy into preparing to talk about this record, I'm going to go back and listen to that because there's just something just so beautifully elegant in her solo performances that just like it blows my mind.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that as well on Apple Music. Um, in fact, I almost listened to that instead of this by
2: mistake. <laughs> that would have been a a uh, a, you know, a reasonable uh, understandable mistake. Yeah, Words and as far as mis-
1: and as far as mistakes go, I've made far worse mistakes in my life. Um, <laughs> That's true. Like starting this podcast with you would be <laughs> one of them for sure. Um,
2: <laughs> I, I would say that probably rings pretty high.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's up there. Uh, but uh, that would have been real interesting, us tr- talking about the same songs, but in very different ways. Like. Yes.
2: Um, although we would have only gotten one overlap, because I would have named the other three, and you'd be like, they're not on this record. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, there's seven tracks, but one is... Uh, So she does do Green and Gold, which is track two from Blood, uh, but she also does uh, a track called Green and Gold Interlude. So Mm. I don't know if I would assume that's probably just like a revisitation of that song. Uh, But I'll find out when I listen to it, and I'm very excited. Yes, you will. Uh, And of course, I'll include a, uh, a reference to that in the show notes as well. So if you uh make the same mistake that the kitsy did and almost listen to that record instead or do listen to that record instead. I'm sure you'll probably still have a good time.
1: I can't imagine it'll be bad. Nothing all. that I've
2: not a single track that I've heard by her has been even close to bad. Not one.
1: Not even close to bad. That's our official review of this record. <laughs> It doesn't not suck. Wait, no. No, that... Wait, I confused myself.
2: You did. (laughs) The look on your face as you were sitting there waiting for me to get over that joke. (laughs) It's like, all right, here we go. And we're waiting. (laughs) Uh, But seriously... I've got all night, Caleb. Every track slays. Uh, And... Yeah, this was definitely a departure from the type of music that we normally cover. Um, And it was definitely, I mean, it was an intentional journey for me, but kind of still an accidental discovery. And uh, I don't do that enough. I don't really like push myself and like challenge myself to like seek out something new uh, outside of my comfort zone. Uh, very often. Usually it's just like, oh, this band that I already know has a new record. I'll listen to that. <laughs> yeah, but
1: then when you do, it turns out awesome. Yeah. So Which by the way, speaking of um this uh this not being the kind of record we normally cover, I actually got a um a DM on Twitter uh a couple weeks ago when we did the the Run the Jewels record.
2: That was so good.
1: That was such a good record. Um and it was uh, someone saying, like, hey, what's up with that? I thought you guys were, like, a punk and indie podcast. And uh, I don't recall ever saying that we're exclusively a punk and indie podcast, do you?
2: No. I think we uh, we set a little bit of that tone early on because that was the, the music that we drew from the most. But something that I'm really trying to do more intentionally is to challenge that.
1: Uh, yeah, and, I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the only criteria for us picking a record for this podcast is that we have to like it.
2: One of us does. One of
1: us has to like it. That's literally it. Yeah. That's literally the only criteria.
2: And I've even picked ones that I didn't remember if I liked for sure or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. But no, I, I think that that's, uh, it's it's really important to... well. I guess it's not important. You you listen to whatever you want. Like, there's there's no wrong way to enjoy music, I don't think. I mean, there probably is, but... There's
1: definitely <laughs> wrong ways to enjoy music.
2: <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's good to, uh, to step outside of that because I do find myself listening to a lot of the same stuff. And it's not so much that it gets boring, but it doesn't challenge me at all. And yeah. this was, like... I mean, not difficult to listen to, but it was like it, it took an effort on my part to seek out and find something this good that I, I wish I already knew about because it was so good.
1: Well, the good news is you know about it now and you can continue to listen to it for the rest
2: of your life. That's true. Nothing's going to stop me.
1: Nothing at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, except, to, that, except to maybe that the except of the world.
2: That, I mean, which, oh, damn it, that didn't happen. Uh, did you hear the the story that uh, someone was trying to make the case that because of the changes in the calendar uh, to whatever we use now, the Gregorian or whatever, uh, that the what would have been uh, December twelfth, twenty twelve, uh, for the Mayan calendar when they supposedly predicted the end of the world, uh, actually lines up with June twenty first, twenty twenty. And so the world was supposed to end then, but, you know, here we are several days later and we're still fucking dealing with it, so. I mean, are we sure the world hasn't ended? <laughs> you know, at this point I'm not. Like, I haven't gone anywhere to find out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, to the person who, uh, who made that uh, statement, uh, I hope that you're still with us. Uh I hope that we haven't bummed you out too much by uh straying from that. I mean there'll definitely will still be some some punk and indie stuff that we cover here, but uh no, I mean definitely... that is our
1: that is our bread and butter. That's where we come from. So yeah. there will always be that in this podcast. But uh, you know you gotta branch out a little. Try some new stuff sometimes.
2: Yeah. You might uh you might find yourself surprised and uh, pleasantly so, like I was this week. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, sometimes you might not, but that's the risk you take when you try new things. And I think it's worth
2: it. I skipped through several things that didn't catch my attention before I landed on this.
1: Well, I'm glad you landed on this one. Me too. So I think uh, that feels like an episode. I think so. So, Caleb, speaking of landing on things, if someone (laughs) wanted to land on your social media, where might they go to do that?
2: You can steer yourself over to uh, Twitter or Instagram uh, and find me at Caleb Micah. Uh, and uh, if you tolerate that, then uh, you can give me a follow. If not, that's fine. I won't be offended. I won't even know. Really. Uh, <laughs> that's you can true. also As we said earlier, you can learn more about uh, the other podcasts in our network at uh, nightshiftradio.com slash shows. Uh, so check that out and... Uh, maybe uh, give something else a listen and learn something else new that you didn't know. Uh, but Kitsy, where can they find you? Oh, they can find me
1: on the Twitter and the Instagram at Hey Kitsy. Hey Kitsy. Hey Caleb. <laughs> you can also find us at leftofthedial.fm or wherever podcasts are sold. You can find us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at leftofthedialpc. The PC does, in fact, stand for podcast. No matter what Ted Leo says.
2: Ted Leo, come on the show and let's, let's work this out. Like, let's, work,
1: let's, th- let's hash this out. This, is, this feud has gone on long enough.
2: Let's be adults about this. Yes. Yes. But seriously. We're big fans. Yeah. Like we, do, we don't want to do this anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're not sure why you have this animosity towards us in the first place. Like, I don't know why you felt the need to start spreading this terrible, terrible rumor about us. Just a
2: vicious rumor.
1: It's just I don't know like what did we never what did we ever do to you? You know nothing. All we did maybe. was enjoy your music, and if that's a crime, then uh, throw me in jail because I did maybe, that crime a lot.
2: Maybe he's just mad that we haven't invited him on. Well, here's your invitation.
1: Here's your invitation, Ted. Come come on our podcast. Talk about one of your records, and uh, we can bury the hatchet over this uh, <laughs> this vicious rumor about what the PC in our Twitter handle stands for. This has been Left of the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Caleb has been coy. Thank you so much for listening to our dumb little podcast, and we'll be back next week.
0: I heard a song today On the tip of your tongue And when I hear you play That particular song I go And you stay As I lay Chanted by the way you dance At the kick of my drum, I'll go Pain. I've been unsatisfied lately when I think about us I've swallowed so much pride to win a little bit of your trust You go and I'll stay There must be a better way Now
1: follow this youtube channel called technology connections which uh is super interesting actually it's this it's this dude who's like probably our age or younger um and he just like picks a piece of technology like everyday technology around the house to get really in depth with and like really dig into how it works which is dope yeah no and he's like he's really good like his production quality is good he's entertaining and um a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about pulse oximeters and how they um, uh, how they work. And he was saying, like, um, you may have noticed that if you shine a flashlight, you know, through your finger, it's kind of translucent, but uh, the 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 light turns red because blood. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he says everything so straight, and then he just goes the blood, and then goes right back into his like normal. It's just so well timed. <laughs> That's amazing. And so I've been, just been th- picturing him going "blood" every time I look at the title of this record.
2: <laughs> oh my god. That's great.
1: I will uh send you a link to that video as well.
2: Yes, please do. Anyway, is any, is any of that going to go in the podcast? Should I put that in no, the show notes? No, no, of that's going me. in the podcast.